What's going on everybody, it's your boy Fab, Freddy Fox, America's Big Brother, and we back with the Saturday Night Sit Down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Fab, Freddie Fox, America's Big Brother. And today, I got the honor of sitting down with one of Stanford's legends and member of House of Reps, Caviar. Yes, yes, yes. What's up, my people? Peace, peace, peace. Man, um, you know, for starters, man, I just want to say just on behalf of myself, man, and, and, and so many of us, man, that you've inspired and showed us that anything is possible, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for just laying the foundation and showing us the way, man. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you, man. It's well appreciated, man. I'm, I feel honored to even be here, man. And, and thank you so much, man. Like, it's just so crazy, like I said, man, for... for I mean, people who, who ain't from Sanford and stuff like that don't know who you are, man. I mean, you were one, again... House of Reps was huge for us, you know, because, you know, we were growing up again. We seen like, you know, um, MTV, we see all those rappers on TV and all these things and stuff like that. And they seem so out of reach and what was capable of. But then you guys came around man. we would be able to go to the store and buy your mixtape and then come back and chill with y'all on the block. And everything was so cool, man. It was it was so crazy to see you guys listen to you guys. I remember the first time I heard y'all on the radio, man. I lost my mind. Like, it was yeah. so crazy. That was bananas, man. I, I remember it like it was yesterday as well, too, man. It was up in Hartford, man. And, you know, they was like, we all from. They kept saying, that was the thing. We all from. Y'all not from Harvard. We don't care who y'all is. We like, yo, we here, man. And we started talking to everybody. Shout out to uh, Jenny Boom Boom and Fresh and everybody up there, the whole staff. And, man, we just started vibing with them, man, and we just kept hitting them at the hit. We started off with promos, mm-hmm. and we started, man, we had a new promo, two, three promos every week for them, and they, 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 that, that perseverance that came through. So when they started seeing that we was hungry and that we was about that life, they gave us a shot because not everybody going to go up there and get on that radio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's, you got you to gotta earn that. So we went up there and we earned that. Yeah, and again, like I said, it was just showing all of us, man, like what it what it what was capable that nothing is impossible. You just gotta go out there, drive and grind and, right. and 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 just the respect and how you guys treated us young kids, man. You know what I mean? Like we would come up to you guys and you made sure that we were staying in school, making good decisions, right, you know, right. giving us a couple of dollars to go to two brothers, right, grab some snacks right, and all that stuff right. and just really giving back to us and really being our role models and for a lot of kids who who didn't have that father figure, who didn't have that big brother and stuff like that. You guys, you guys played that role for so many of them and really helped guide them on the right path. And this is the whole purpose of why I do this show. That's right. You know, I, I know a lot of my friends who, who whose dads weren't in the pictures or weren't around and they were lacking that father figure and needing somebody to be a positive, you know, role model to them. Because even at that time, too, a lot of people look at rappers and they had that bad stigma about drug dealers and all this stuff and all this gang violence. True, but true. you guys were giving back to us again, you know, made sure, you know, we were staying clean, you know, getting our good grades, checking our report cards. I've seen y'all yeah. checking our report cards oh, yeah. and, and oh, giving yeah. people five bucks and saying, you know, for oh, good yeah. grades and we going to store. We definitely you know, was good for and, that. That helps so many of us stay on the right path, find our right dreams and stuff like that. So you guys have been big brother and father figures to so, so many of us. So, again, thank you guys for that as well. No doubt, bro. No doubt, man. Um, I appreciate it, man. Of course. We, we recognize you, man. I appreciate it, man. Definitely, man. A lot of people don't pay homage like that, but it's, it's well appreciated, my brother. Appreciate you, man. I'm, I'm honored to be here, man. So that got to give me, you know, I'm just, I'm loving it. But, you know, 
No, no, thank you. So, so like I said, part of that is, is about like you know trying to find help the younger generation find the right path and you know make good decisions and and all those things and really find themselves because I know for myself growing up too, I struggled you know finding out what it is to be a good man or a good person and all those things. So by sitting down with you know definitely individuals and now with you know a legend and a huge role model yeah, myself, yeah. I get to have yeah. this conversation with you. So for you. If you think about it and you had to put it down, what do you think are some of the main qualities or characteristics that make up a good man or a good person? Um, you got to stand on your word. If you give your word, make sure you stand on it. When I say stand on it, make sure you come through. Never promise nobody if you can't deliver. You know, always be a man of your word. Make sure you take care of your family. Make sure you take care of your people. And if you got kids, make sure you on them for them because you can't get a blessing from God without taking care of your kids. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in that. I tell my younger my younger cats, my little cousins and everybody, man, stand on your word. If you give that woman your word, be a man and handle yours, man. And God going to make sure he's he going to see fit for them blessings to send down on you and, and get the right, you know what I mean, nourishment that you need in life. So standing on your word is the best thing to be, you know what I mean, when you becoming a man and trying to, you know, coexist out here in this world. You got to be able to stand on your word, man. And that's real. And it's it's huge too because I know like I say a lot of my friends who dads weren't in the picture too they they lack that trust because they always got the yeah I'm gonna pick you up this weekend yeah I'm gonna come see you we yeah. gonna go out we gonna do this yeah. and and never show up and, and the pain and and the trauma that leaves on people you know especially like I think I know everybody's seen that clip in Fresh Prince of Bel Air when his dad walked out on me and yeah, he bounced yeah. on him and he said you know ben how come you don't want ben me Marine. yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know and. and that touched so many people, especially so many people that look like us because we know what that's like. We've been in that situation. Yeah. Um, and, and and it's so important to have, you know, positive role models of people that really be there for you. And like you said, stand on their word. You know, if they're going to be there, if they're going to be, show up, show up. Show up. That's it, man. You know, and that's, 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 that's just real because I came from that. My father used to live down the hill from me. He never come and see me like that. He wasn't at no basketball games. He wasn't at no football games. I was excelling in sports back then. You know what I'm saying? When growing up in Murrow, where I was from, that was our leeway. That was our escape from the harsh realities of the hood, playing sports. You know what I mean? Football. We were playing in the rain, hurricanes out there in Leone Park, wilding. Mm-hmm. So, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We, we understood that. So that was a good way for us to... You know what I mean? Channel that energy from our fathers never being there. Because a lot of my friends, their fathers wasn't there. I can remember one guy that had his father full time. Mm-hmm. And that we, we looked at him as a father figure. Or, you know what I mean? Looked to him for nourishment, as I would say right now. Because nowadays, these young guys out here need nourishment from these older yes. guys. Yes. You know what I mean? And their fathers. So you got you to gotta make sure your son got that nourishment, man. And I say nourishment, I mean, you know what I mean? Spiritual uplifting. You know what I mean? Making sure they get the best advice, trying to teach them patience over, you know what I mean, picking stuff just right off the rip, thinking like that. Nah, when you think like this, you're always going to fall because you ain't applying no thought to it. So that's what it is. And and, and it's, it's, I'm glad you said that too because when I started this show, like I, I, a couple years ago, I was like, you know, I want to do a podcast. Like I want to do something. I, wanna, I, I knew that's what I want to do, but I just didn't understand what it was. Mm. Um, and then my son was born. Now I have a daughter, you know, I, my daughter, my daughter just turned six this past weekend. Right. right um, and, and then, mama. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and then, um, you know, and then I have my son and, um, and I started thinking about, again, all the people who didn't have their dad in their lives, you know, who weren't there, you know, the struggles that I had to, because again, I say this too, yeah, my dad was in the house and, and stuff and he was there and I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that, you know, cause he was there for me and he provided for me. 
in, in certain ways, but as, as far as that 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 role model or somebody to talk to or have that conversation, mm. I didn't really have that with him until yeah. I got older. So you got older. Um, and, and I realized how much that impacted me, and I was like, I can't do that to my son. Ah. You know? that's the, I'm glad you touched on that, too, because me and my uncle was just having this uh, talk last week about making sure we switched the cycle because he knew my father wasn't there for me, and he, called, he still called my father POS. You know what that means. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He always told me, he said, man, switch the cycle. You got kids now, you be there for them because that's the way you're going to get your blessings. You see, he don't got, he didn't get those blessings that you had, that you receiving from God because he wasn't there for you. And I was like, yo, that's deep. That's deep. So, you know what I mean? I did the knowledge of that. And I was like, yo, you know what? I'm going to be there for mine. And ever since my son, my oldest right now, he, he's 20, he, he's 21. He about to be 22. And, I teach them every step of the way. I've been there for them, made sure they, you know, football teams, basketball teams. I coached them. I made sure I was always there. I mean, no matter what, I always put them first. And that's why I've always, I think I've been blessed like that thus far because I've been always there for them and always staying on the right path and being a good person. And that's big. So I think that's, that's that's a common thing that I've seen in a lot of people. Like you said, your dad wasn't there. You know, at all, my dad wasn't there the way that I wanted to be. And the people who who's, who lack that father figure, lack there, they overcompensate with their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they are there. Mm-hmm. Like I, I made it for myself for a point. Like I said, that I will not miss anything for my kids nah. at, at all. I remember when my wife was pregnant, I went to every single appointment. I missed one, and it killed me. And it wasn't even that big of an appointment, but the fact that I didn't show up, show like, up. You know what I mean, like was eating at me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I was still calling her and trying to check, like you know, keep me on the phone, like because I want to be there some way, shape, or form because I don't want them ever to wonder you know where my daddy is you know and 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 something that i was saying too that 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 i want to start doing too um with it but you know your kids they won't remember all the times you were there for them but they will never forget the times you weren't oh man that's man i'm telling you man you hit me in the heart with that because i'm telling you i know a dude man like right now he he's struggling to understand why his father wasn't there for him but i told him i said listen let me tell you something. It's two different time zones. That time he probably wasn't ready mentally, but he wanted to play. So many of us want to play, but when he gets serious, so some of us, oh man, I don't want to be here. That's gonna get too be, real. Yes, it got it done. Got real. So making sure you there for your kids. That's the way. I'm telling you, that's the way. If I could implement that to anybody, that's the way, man. You can't. You have to be there. You have to make sure your kids know because I'm telling you, they will remember everything. My son, he's 21. He still remember stuff that I told him when he was seven. Mm-hmm. When he was six, when I was telling him, listen, you can't give up on the play. You know, he got down on himself one time. He he got burnt, as we were saying. Uh, you know, he, somebody catch a ball over you. He was down on himself. I grabbed him by the helmet, face mask, and said, listen here. Look at that, t- look at that clock. Says some more time left. You're not done, baby. You're not done. Don't get down on yourself now. Let's get strong. Let's finish out. Let's close out like champions. And sure enough, man, he got his head back in and he wiped his tears. Next play, you know what I'm saying? Did a good thing. Following play, got an interception. Sealed the game for us. So this point I'm making is, is always be there. Make sure you stand there. Make sure you're going to do what you need to do. Stand on your word, most of all, man. So, And, and, and like I said, part of that is just like, you know, Good or bad relationships with, with our parents and stuff like that. So, like you said, your dad, well, you know, was never there. Like, did, did you have any kind of relationship with him, or what was your relationship with your dad? Uh, you know, 
I knew him, and you no, know, I, I know of course I know him because me and him look damn near identical like twins. He just an older version, um, but he just wasn't ready to be a father. He was in his play mode when he had me because he had my sister. I got a sister that's three months older than me. My sister was born in July. I was born in October. So he had two. He was married to her mother. So he stepped out, you know what I'm saying, with my mother and got pregnant. And, you know, make a long story short, he just wasn't there. But me and him, our relationship now is better because I I, I realized that playing the victim ain't going to bring those years mm-hmm. back. You know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of us play victim. Oh, my father wasn't there. Oh, my father didn't do this. Oh, th- yo, he didn't. But guess what? You could not go back. And like Superman did and reverse the world and you can't do it. Nah, you just gotta move on because you gotta take that stepping stone and make and build off of it. That's the foundation you cut you cut from. That's the cloth you cut from. You know what I mean? You gotta take your take your strengths and your shortcomings and make sure you level them out. So that way it, you won't be a victim. Because when you being a victim, you're not seeing straight. You're seeing through right. a different lens. You, you this lens get red after a while because you're mad at them. That that anger is driving you to look at them a certain way. But yo, you can't be like that because guess what? You're spiting God again. You know what I'm saying? Even though you, you know what I mean, doing what you got to do for him or just doing what you got to do for yourself, you can't let him, whatever he did in the past, affect you now. Right. Because you got things that you got to look forward to. You got you got kids. You got situations. You got people that depend on you. So if you let them down by you playing the victim, they're going to look at you as you're weak. Mm-hmm. You can't look weak on no level because when people see that you're looking weak, you know what I mean? That's when the devil is at his best, when you appear weak. So you got to be strong. Always keep God with you. Keep God first, and you're going to persevere through anything. That's the name of my new album called Perseverance. Nice. You know what I'm nice. saying? I'm working on that. That's that's the situation that I've been through because when I was going through my situation, I'm just telling the story from that situation. But we'll touch on that. Yeah, no, definitely. And and. and like you say, is we can't play the victim, you know what I mean? Like, or play the blame game, you know, because it's not gonna get you anywhere. Um, and and I know, I had a lot of instances with my dad, you know, where I got angry with him and certain things that he 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 did or and stuff like that that really made me so angry. And and now as a parent, even before I became a you know a, a parent myself, you know, I started to see that you know everybody's different. You know, you gotta just under learn to see things from their perspective. Yeah, and yeah. You don't gotta under you don't gotta agree. But if you could like try to understand and like help to learn, you get a better understanding. You could lose a lot of that anger. Yeah, you know. So I lost a lot of that anger that I have from him. We have a great relationship now too, as well. You know, and 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 then becoming a parent too is it's hard. There's no Oof. book on being a parent. Oof. You know, it, it's 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 you don't know, and and they're learning. You know what I'm saying like I'm learning how to be a dad every single day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what's going to happen next, but I'm learning every single day. You know, the wild part about it, you saying that now, is your father is learning from you. Mm-hmm. That's the wild part. Because, see, let me tell you something. You cut from your mother and him. He cut from his mother and his father. So, you know what I'm saying? He's still learning from you. Things that you're doing, he's learning from you. He's learning patience from you. Because he probably never had that patience that you have. You understand what I'm saying? So... That's how we all got to look at each other. We got to learn from each other. We so busy critiquing and being judgmental, we not learning from each other. And once we get to that level, man, we going to be powerful, man. And then it's crazy how you say that, too, because I, 
I know everybody who's a parent has dealt with this, right? Mm-hmm. They're looking at, at their mom and dad now being so sweet or being everything that they wanted to their kids, to their kids, to their grandbabies. Mm-hmm. And you're like, where was that when I was a kid? They didn't know. You know what I'm saying? They didn't know. And, and now seeing that, because again, like seeing my dad, it's so funny, man, because like, especially with patients, because my dad really like can't handle patients with, with anything at all. But like my kids will come over and they start making a mess and I'm trying to like, oh, no, don't do this. And my dad's like, let them. They're just being kids. Do this. Do, and I'm like, Wait, what? Like, if I was doing that when I was, that would have been my ass. See, he learning that patience <laughs> from you. That's why he like, yo, let them let do their thing. This is something that a grandfather want to see. The grandfathers now, they look over their sons and they learn. They said, man, damn, I didn't have no patience back then. I didn't have this. He got everything that I had. Well, guess what? I'm glad he got it and I ain't have it. I'm at least I'm glad that he got it. See, you inherited it. So guess what? Now he latching on. That's why he's trying to be there for you and do what he need to do now. Same as my father. My father called me, you know, happy Thanksgiving, son, and stuff like that. You know, I said, yo, man, you know what I mean? We we best of friends. We crack jokes. I tell him all the time, listen, I ain't mad at you. I let him know that all the time. I ain't mad at you no more, man. You know what I'm saying? You did what you could do. You know what I mean? You, you, you was trying to strive. You was out there doing what you was doing. But guess what? That's none of my concern. All I can care about now is how you'd be there for my grand, my, my kids. Mm-hmm. Now, I need you to establish res- response, you know, goals with them right now. Because guess what? You can't teach me nothing now. The only thing you can teach me now is about your past and what you've been through. Right. Now, I'm carrying the torch. I told him, I said, go on and give me that crown, man. Stop playing. He'd be cracking up. <laughs> I said, give me the crown, man, because you ain't, you ain't rocking right. I got the crown now. So, you know what I mean? He learned, right. but he learning from me, though. So, that's what I'm telling you. He's learning from you. So, you know what I mean? That's a good situation right there. That's God right there putting you, he putting generations together. Because mm-hmm. you, your father, and your son, that's 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 three different generations. Yeah, yeah. That's man. serious, man. That's a beautiful thing. And and I know that, you know, even though, like I said, with my friends and seeing that their dads were more in their picture, they all kind of learned something from that from that relationship and stuff. So, for you, what do you think you've learned from your relationship with your dad? Um, I've learned how to be, I learned how to be a little bit more patient. Number one, number two, like I said, not not to be a victim, and then number three, man, just to be a different man from him. You know what I mean? Because like I said, I'm cut from a different cloth. My mother and him. You know what I'm saying? I got my mother's side because I got the patience. You know what I mean? I may not have that, you know, but I got a lot of style from him as far as how he handled and how he, you know, was around a lot of people. I know a lot of people because of him because he was so known out here. So a lot of people know me through that. I got a lot of notoriety from him mm-hmm. because of what he used to do. But other than that, you know what I'm saying, I got I got most of it from my, my mother. But my father, he held me down, and I, I thank him every day for the drops of life because without him meeting my mother, I wouldn't even be here. So, right, right. you know what I'm saying, I, I respect it, you know. At the end of the day, he's a, me and him, our relationship is good right now. That's good. That, that's a good thing to hear. And then part of, like I say, being about a good person or, you know, having those good um, things to be positive influence in this world we got to have good morals, right? right and right. have very strong morals. For, so for you, what are some of your most important or your strongest morals you live by? Um, always be, like I said, always be loyal. If you're going to call somebody your friend, make sure you're their friend. Don't sit there and tell them you're not going to be their friend if you don't want to be bothered with them or in, in any way. I am live by the moral, like, like basically, like, you know, take care of those that take care of you. Love those who love you. Because you could love somebody, and if they don't love you the right way, that love turn evil. You know what I'm saying? If you look, if you flip love around, E V O L, it's like evil. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you love the people that love you 
and make sure you be true to that love. If you don't like somebody, be true to that. Be true to that hate because at the end of the day, they gotta respect you because you're being right. true to yourself. Right, right. And always be true to yourself. That's the last one right there. You know, it's funny that you say that too because that's, that's a big thing that that um, my mom taught me, and it's something that she would always say is is I would rather people hate me for who I am than love me for who I'm not. Right. Right. And I didn't understand it, right. you know, growing up, because, again, like, you know, I, like, I want to be like for everybody, but as I started to see that, I was like, you know, it makes a lot of sense, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, at least you're real, you're genuine, you're authentic. If the, People going to hate anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing you could do regardless, you know what I'm saying? You could be the sweetest person, people will find something, especially mm-hmm. now with all the social media and all this stuff, like, people will find any little thing not Anything. to like you if they don't like you. Anything. And try to exploit it. But, you know, that's the devil working, man. That's a lot of people with bad chakra on yeah. them. Yeah. A lot of people don't got they got they don't got their energy right. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean, they don't they don't know energy. A lot of people don't know what energy is. They say, "Oh well, he coming around, he got a bad vibe on him." That's not energy. He coming around you with a bad vibe because his energy is off. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? The transference of energy is real serious. A lot of people don't know that. You you could be me and you could be talking right here and somebody come in and he got an attitude, that attitude to radiate off of him onto us. You know what I'm saying? We may leave there with an attitude. We may get Somebody may piss us off and like that, that transference of energy. That's why you're always supposed to keep your vibes good. I always say GVO, good vibes only. Mm-hmm. Don't come around me with that bad chakra because I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping positive vibes around me. That's why I'm going to stay blessed. Definitely. You know, definitely, man. So and and now you're appearing too and stuff like that and going through all those things. Um, knowing what you learn now with your kids, what are some of the important things you try to teach them or try to instill in your kids? Uh, I tell my kids, man. I want you to be like me, but I want you to be yourself more. And my son asked me what that, what I meant by that. I said, I want you to be able to channel what I, whatever I taught you. I want you to be able to apply it to your life, but at the same time, I want you to be yourself. I want you to be true to who you are. If you could deal with yourself, the man in the mirror, then the world will be able to deal with the, deal with the man in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? Don't get out here and make decisions without thinking because I always think before I move. I never consider a situation without me thinking before I move. If somebody say, yo, man, we got it going on out here, we popping out here, I'm saying to myself, well, I can go out there and kick it 100 miles an hour with y'all. But guess what? I'm going to put myself in harm's way. What if something happened? What if this happened? Or, you know what? Why put myself through that? I can sit right here and do what I need to do right here and save money at the bit and save money while I'm at it. Mm-hmm. And you know, at the same time, spend time with my family. You know what I'm saying? So what I, the morals I stand on, like I tell anybody, you know what I'm saying? If you're teaching your kids, just, just let them know, yo, listen, I want you to be like me, of course, because you're my son. You're my offspring. But at the same token of time, I want you to be true to who you are. Stay true to yourself. Guess what? God will do the rest. If you're true to yourself, God know that you're being true to yourself. You know you're being genuine with yourself. Guess what? It's easy to deal with yourself. A lot of people don't know how to deal with themselves. They don't. They, oh, man, I'm mad. They get mad over the smallest stuff. They get mad over stuff that don't even hold no weight. Bro, you woke up this morning. Yeah, I always say that. You still got, you still, yo, you you can take a shower. You know how many people in Africa can't take a shower? You know how many people out there walking around on no shoes on and no sneakers? We walking around with Jordans and all types of stuff on? Brother, you're blessed. You got no reason to be down. You got no reason to be down. You bless, take your blessings for what they worth, man, and 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 show God that you more than grateful. Yeah, no, and and it's, it's it's huge on being yourself because I know that for myself, and that's another reason why I'm doing this is that I struggled so much 
um, you know, trying to trying to fit in where I didn't belong or trying to mm. follow different vibes and Georgia's where mm. I lost myself. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, I, you know, there's some things that I'm like, do I like this because I actually like it, or is it because I'm trying to do this? And it's it it, it cost me so much depression and anxiety and so much sadness yeah, and struggle yeah. so much for so long mm. until I learned to really be comfortable with who I am and, and what I like to do and, and be okay with that. So that's like when my daughter to my son is that. I let them be them. I want them to be them. That's right. Be happy. And it's a lot easier now, too, also with, with social media, too, because it's so easy to find people like you. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times, like, back in the day, you ain't handling this. So if you were the one kid that liked anime in a block of people who don't like it, then you just felt like the odd man now that you had to fit yeah, in something like yeah, that. But yeah. now you have access to so much community. So it's really important to really be yourself because that's the only way you're going to be happy. That's it, man. That's it. That's right. I tell my kids that. I tell my son. I was talking to him earlier just a minute ago. I was telling him, I said, yo, man, he told my dad, man, I just be feeling like I don't got a lot of friends. I said, son, let me tell you something. When God start blessing you, it get bad. You know why? Because the devil working twice as hard. You understand what I'm saying? I said, son, God will never put nothing on your shoulders if he didn't think you could handle it. I say it all the time. He would yes. never put it on your shoulders, man. I got five kids, man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm there for all the minds. You know, dad, I need a couple dollars. I ain't got no money. I ain't eat today. All right, where you at? I'm coming. Or I'm sending money. Like, I understand the whole situation. That's why I was trying to tell people, man, listen, that's where your blessings are coming from. You be a fool to think different. You think that you can go out here and coexist, and you may be able to skate, because guess what? When you're doing the devil's work, he happy. He going to keep you out there. He'll keep right. you out there moving around. He'll put money in your hands so you can go and do whatever you want to do. He'll give you, you, you want to go and meet with this girl, and knowing you got a good, sweet woman at home, guess what? The devil said, man, oh, don't worry about it. Go ahead. Guess what? God will be over here like, yo, now you know that's not a good look. But if you do it, there's nothing I can tell you. You see, he, he give you free will. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever you want to do. But if you don't do it in the right thing, in the right sense, now it becomes contaminated. Mm -hmm. So then now, you guess what? You did that. That woman that you did it with. Now that woman at home got to deal with that vibe when you come home because you you bury you carrying her, the girl that you went out stepped out with, you carrying her chakra. You bring, come back around your lady. Guess what? Now the energy's now you got to sort through it. It's like a mixed up coil. You ever got get a coil yep, yep. and you got to go through it and try to. That's what it is right there. So you got to understand that. Like I always tell I tell my son, study energy, son, because when you study energy, when you'll be around people, you'll be able to feel the bad energy. Bad energy, walk around the corner, you'll be able to just pick it up like that. I always tell him that all the time. One time me and him was together, we went, I took him down to Harlem, the, the Rucker joint. We left just in time when it started shooting. We left just in time, bro. When I say just in time, just in time. And and it's funny, too, as you mentioned that, too, because I, I, I probably... And I always say this too, like you could be in the same environment with somebody else and y'all portray it completely different, you know what I mean? Like growing up, you know, a lot of people, my family, they're... They heavy drinkers, you know what I'm saying? They like to drink and party and all that stuff. That's never been my vibe because I've seen all the negativity that came with it. Yeah. All the fights that break out and yeah. all the, you know what I'm saying, the drama and all mm -hmm. stuff that happens. So now, you know, I will go to family events and stuff like that. And just like you say, I will leave right before shit hit the fan. Yeah. Like, I just know it. I'm just sitting with my wife and my family. And I was like, we got to go home. I was, like, well, I was like, let's let's just go home. And I'll leave. And the next thing I know, they call me up like, oh, so-and-so started fighting. And just that up. See, but that's God warning you. See, mm -hmm. that's God telling you. Mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't listen to themselves. See, mental mental health is very important. Yes. Mental yes. health is very important. If you don't know how to listen to yourself or deal with yourself, 
because you as a you you're made up of molecules and of all of all things good that God put up in us to survive. So if you don't take care of your mental health, which is that's the way he can, that's the way he communicates to us. Your subconscious mind is God talking to you. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people say, "Ah, oh, man, I'm just thinking." No, if you close your eyes and say something, you can hear that voice. Mm-hmm. That's God, man. Yeah, and I want to go back real because I don't like you said your son saying that like, he didn't have a lot of friends and stuff like that and all those things. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned I, I read this quote which is which really hit me different. It's like, well, as you start coming up and becoming successful, doing what you got to do, mm-hmm. your circle of friends get a lot smaller. smaller. Yeah, that's why. But God only got two seats and the bus got thirty. See that. See that? You hit it right on the head. I ain't even had to come. You hit it right on the head. Bing! Right on the head. You, you know, know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's another thing, too. Like, I, I've found a lot more solace being alone. Mm. And, and, you know what I mean? Because you're around other people and stuff like that. And you start to kind of pick up off the energy. You're kind of like, want to, you know, adapt to that situation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I love being alone a lot. You know what I mean? Because I could sit there and be like, okay, why do you like this? Why does this make you feel that way? You know, what do you want? And asking yourself those questions because the more you become in tune with yourself, and that's something I teach my daughter, so like I was saying before, it's like I teach my daughter, number one thing is that control your feelings, control your emotions. That's right. You know right. what I mean? She come home and like, oh, so-and-so said this, so it made me sad. Why? Don't let other people make you sad because right. they control you. You know what I'm saying? You decide whether you want to be happy, sad, angry, right. and all stuff. That's right. Don't let anybody else, because once they do that, they control you. They use that to manipulate you, manipulate to you. work you into their own game and stuff like that. Don't be anybody's fool. You know what I mean? That's that Jedi mind trick that they be talking about. Yeah. Right That's what the devil produced. You know what I'm saying? That's why I always tell people, man, yo, don't come around me if you got that bad energy on you, man. Because mm-hmm. guess what? I ain't going to let you steal my joy. Yeah. We ain't giving the devil no credit over here. Right. We ain't giving them none. So if you got that on your mind, yo, listen, it's all real. I'll shake your hand, dap you up, do whatever you need to do. As soon as you get out of the way, and guess what? I can get back to being myself. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's a good look right there as far as, like, teaching the transference of energy. Because that's when you learn that right there, like I tell my son, when you learn that right there, you'll be able to understand life. and it, Life will become so more, much clearer because I learned mm-hmm. how to deal with myself by being homeless. You know what I mean? I was by myself every night. You know what I'm saying? In the middle of a snowstorm, in the in 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 the brutal in the middle of a brutal winter. You know what I'm saying? And I learned how to deal with myself. I had to deal with myself. I had to deal with myself getting myself up off that ground, that rut I was in. I was still working. I ain't even let a lot of people know I at work I was working. You know what I'm saying? I used to go get me a horse bath in the emergency room over there and go get me a little horse bath, wipe down and go to work and do my own laundry. I was doing all this stuff homeless. A lot of people didn't know, but it taught me how to be with myself. It, I grew closer to God. You know what I mean? Waking up in the morning, one morning and seeing a bear and mama bear walking in the back of West Hill, right near the car. Like, wow. Like if that dude was really wanting to feed his kids or something, he could have pulled the car over, got me out of there and, they would have got an on-course meal, you know what I'm saying? But God basically was like, yo, get up, get out of here. So I got up, shoveled myself out, and went. It was it was snowing that night, that morning, too. So I had to shovel myself out. But I learned to be and deal with myself as a man, as an entity, as a father, you know what I'm saying, and being alone when I was homeless. So I, I, I thank God for that experience because it taught me how to sharpen myself a little bit better. 
that that that's deep, and I think it's it's important, like you said, everybody really needs to, like you told your son, deal with the man in the mirror. You know, what I mean, Shit. you got to be comfortable with who you got are, to the be that you make, because then again. Then you try to blame other people. You know what I'm saying? Right. You try to shut the blame and stuff, and nothing gets resolved. Nothing gets resolved. You know what I mean, which is great. And I, and I think that's a big thing too. Like I like I love that quote. I don't know if you if you ever seen um Rocky Balboa when he's talking to his son. He's uh, he says to him, you know, um, you know, you can't blame anybody for you want don't want to be him and anybody. Cowards do that, and that ain't you. That's right. You know what I mean? And that's, that, right. that's a powerful speech that he that, said. In that there. was powerful. That was powerful. I think that was what was that? What, Rocky three? That was Rocky Balboa. That was like the the, the, was the first one. No, no, that was um like the sixth one or whatever when he was like retired or something like that. Oh yeah, when he fought. Uh, okay, yeah, okay, I know. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and so was it not Tarver, Tarver or something? No, like that? it was Tommy. I wasn't Tommy uh, Morrison. No, that was that was five. Um, was five. Um, or, but I mean, and nonetheless, like I said, like it was very, very. Those movies always had very powerful messages, man. But that one really like just struck home because it was just. Something like that too. Just learn to deal with yourself. You know what I mean? Like take accountability. That's what yeah, it was. You got to take accountability. Yeah, you got to. You got to because if you think about it, man, how how you gonna attract a queen? You want a queen to look at you like a king. Mm-hmm. If you can't deal with yourself, how are you a king? You know, a woman, a queen run the castle. Man rule over the land. A king rule over the land. The king is the one that make decisions. You know what I'm saying for the whole household. You know what I mean? But he also consult his queen. Mm-hmm. If you can't be a king, how's that woman going to respect you? Right. If you can't deal with yourself, she can't respect you. And that's a fact. So, you know, by you not being able to deal with who you are as a man, you got to know your wants. You know, you got to know your wants, your needs, what you can do and how to handle what's convenient for you. You got to learn all this stuff about yourself. A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have knowledge of self. That's why they keep on going through the same thing or what they're going through. They're not learning. And they rely, like, like that, that's what I said to my daughter, like they, ri- they rely on other people to give them happiness. Yeah, because they cast their fears on them. Mm-hmm. Cast the fears and say, nah, you can't do this. Why are you saying I can't do that? Because you scared that you can't do it, so you won't put it on me? That's when you show them. Mm-hmm. See, because God say, you know what? You believe that, then you already lost the battle. But if you don't believe it, keep fighting. I got your back. That's one of my favorite quotes I say all the time is that, is that if you believe you can or you believe you can't, either way you write. Facts. That's a you know fact. I mean? So you got to really have that uh, strong, like you say, it's just mental health and be very strong enough to understand because then you'll be able to take on so much more. If, if you let other people corrupt you in mind, you never, you're only going to be as far as other people let you be. That's it. That's it. I mean, you're never going to reach your true potential. Always be confident, not cocky. Yes. Just be confident in who you are as a person, as a man, as a woman. You know what I mean? I'm teaching my daughter that right now. I want you to be confident. I want you to think that you could. And now she used to be whiny. Nah, we ain't doing that whining no more. Mm-hmm. She started whining. I said, you want to whine? Guess what? I'm taking you to the liquor store. And she started laughing, but she know I'm dead serious. But, you know, we, I teach her some things like, yo, I want you to be strong. She's six years old. She's very intelligent. Yeah, yeah, Daddy, don't sit on the bed with your outside clothes on. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. She be on me. Daddy, you got your shoes on still. Mommy don't want stuff on the floor. I say, oh, you paying attention. Yeah, so, yeah. You know My mean? daughter just turned six, too. And, yeah. and, um, and I think that I'm glad you brought up with your daughter and stuff because for me, that was a very, um, I noticed the differences, you know what I'm saying, having a little girl and having a little boy. You know what I always say, like, it's, it's with my daughter, I'm teaching her what to look for in a man. You know, and all those things. That's right. kind of things that you could teach you that. But my son, I've got to teach him how to be a man. Mm. 
and that's that's very different. I mean, for you, what do you think has been the challenges or the most, uh, um, the biggest difference that you've noticed in, in being fathering a father, a son, and a daughter? Oh, number one, it's easier as far as man and woman. You know what I mean? You could teach a man more stuff. You could teach your son more stuff that he could relate to because a man can't teach a woman how to be a woman. Mm-hmm. So what you can do as far as, like, what I do as far as my sons or whatever, I just teach them, man, just to make sure you're doing what you got to do, man. Because I got a saying with my kids, if you do what you got to do, you're going to be able to do what you want to do. So if you think that you're not, if you don't get up and go to work and you don't make no money for yourself, how are you going to be able to do what you want to do? And I teach them that. I say, yo, a female is looking for, a queen is looking for a king. Make sure you be that king. Make sure you click on all cylinders. Make sure you work it. Make sure you got your mind right in the in the right place. You ain't thinking of spending your money on the first thing you see, bad pair of sneakers. If you saving your money, guess what? You'll have that money for a rainy day. If you putting your money away and you making sure you're spending it, you know, cautiously and, and effectively, and you make that money work for you, it'll always work. And I always tell them that. I said, save your money. You get a three hundred dollar check, put a hundred to the side. Take give a hundred to your mother because you may want to help her out. You know what I mean. And that other hundred, you may want to say, you know, I want to go out with the homies. But guess what? That money's already been saved. So see, once you spend that other two and you get all that, you still got money saved. Save your money. I always teach them: save, save, save. Don't be out there spending recklessly. Don't be out there buying stuff that depreciates. Sneakers depreciate. Cars depreciate. You know what I'm saying? Even jewelry, some jewelry depreciates. But guess what? If you think about what you're doing and how you're doing it, and you think before you move, you land on your feet every time out. It's like throwing a cat out the window. He's going to land on his feet every time out. You know what I'm saying? So if you, if you, I tell my kids all the time, just learn how to save. Stay patient. There's no race. We run into. Nipsey Hustle said it's a marathon, man. Yeah. Pace yourself. You know, and as far as a female... What I teach my daughter, I, I teach my daughter, I want her to be, I want her man to be someone like me that's going to care for her. You know what I mean? You want a man that's going to care for you. You don't want a man that's going to be there just because you got goodies and you're giving him some goodies. Nah, guess what? That's overrated. You know what I'm saying? A woman, as far as that, that's overrated. You can go and a woman could lay down longer than you could look up. So if you think you out there, you own her, no, that's not even a look. If you take care, if you love that woman, she'll love you back. They say if you take care of a good car, the car will love you back. You know what I mean? You won't, it won't break down if you're taking care of it. If you're getting those oil changes and them them uh, uh, tune-ups and all that stuff regularly, that car will never break down on you. You know what I'm saying? So you teach that woman. I'm teaching my daughter. You find a man like your father. That's somebody that's going to love you. If he ain't like your father, he ain't got traits of your father, don't even deal with him. Why waste your time? Because time is something we can't get back. You can't get an hour back. You can't get an hour back. No, baby, that hour gone, man. And that's like what I say. Like uh, uh, when it comes to like with my daughter and stuff like that about time is is try to be happy as much as you possibly can. That's it. Because I always tell her, said, listen, every moment you're angry, upset, holding any kind of negative feeling is a moment of happiness you're never gonna get back. That's right. That's right. That's right. And most of all, when you're getting mad, for what? Right. You could be mad. It's, it's a cool to get annoyed, frustrated. It's a, it's cool for that because guess what? That shows you human. Mm-hmm. But if you 
staying mad and you keep harping on it, pretty soon that anger going to turn into vexed. You mad. You just walking around. You frustrated. That spirit could live in you, man. It could live in you. It could, it could, it could, what is it? It could, it could get bigger. Yeah. It becomes a seed that's in you. Just get bigger. Before you know it, you just walk around mad all the time. And guess what? That ain't no, that ain't good at all. Because guess what? That's stress. Mm -hmm. That's self-inflicted pain. Yes. You know what I mean? So I tell my daughter all the time, don't ever let no man take you out of your cipher. Keep your cipher 360. Keep it 360. Mm -hmm. If he ain't giving you 180, don't give your 180. You know what I'm saying? If he don't want to do, if he don't want to take care of you, he don't want to come pick you up from work when he know he should be doing that, then guess what? The, the, it's clear as day. You don't need to be with him. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And and, and it's so important, too, like I said, as far as, like I said, it's important to have, you know, as a, as a guy to have your dad there, but also as, as a girl, you know what I mean? And, and I, I'm... Do everything I can for my daughter to show, like you said, what love is, what it looks mm-hmm. like, so she understands what to look for out in this world and go out there. Because also, you know, also notice girls who who don't have their father in their lives have those daddy issues, and they end up making so many bad decisions and being laid up and being used and abused and manipulated by all these men because they don't have that man in their life showing mm-hmm. her what to look for. Oh, man. I know so many like that, man. I know so many. And I always tell them, man, I said, listen, don't be out here being a victim. Because sometimes they can't help it, though, because they mad emo, mm-hmm. mad emotional. Women are more emotional. They're emotional creatures. Their emotions link on to them and just stay up there, you know what I'm saying, for a while until they choose to get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? I got a younger cousin. You know, my her father was locked up. He doing life. You know what I'm saying? And I told her, I said, cuz, listen, you could be mad. You could be frustrated. But don't be no victim. I said, yo, he made that bed himself. I'm not sitting here telling you to cut him off for life. I'm not telling you that. But guess what? You got to live in the midst. Right. You got your own life. We born alone and we going to die alone. That's a fact. Mm -hmm. So you got to get up and understand what you're dealing with. You know what I mean? You want better? Make yourself better. Mm -hmm. Go to work. Get you a good job. Make your own money. Guess what? Make that man bring something to the table. Right. He ain't bringing nothing to the table. Guess what? You can't eat air. If he can't bring some food to the table and you out here going hard, guess what? You could do bad by yourself. Mm-hmm. And now she realized it because she had a situation where she was messed up. Not messed up, messed up, but just messed up because she just couldn't understand why her father was out there and said, listen, you got to let that go because it's ruling over you. It's, it's turning you green. You almost green. You know what I mean? You almost fully green. When you get fully green, yo, you, you can't do nothing because now you become trapped inside yourself. And when you get trapped inside yourself, there's no way out unless you're ready to deal with yourself. And that's why I always tell people, be ready to deal with yourself because that's the that's the person that you got to deal with every day. Right. You ain't got to deal with nobody else. You, you look in that mirror, you by yourself. You know what I mean? You can see the bumps and bruises on your face and everything, but you got to deal with self first. And I made myself, I made myself understand that. Deal with yourself. You want something good? You want a good man? Put yourself in predicament to get that good man. You got to make yourself available. 
you out here wearing all these dresses, showing your butt. Guess what? That's what the guys want. The guys don't want you as a person. They don't want to get to know who you are. They don't want to know what fi- your favorite color is. They don't know if you like diamonds or pearls. Or, they don't know none of that. But if you make a man understand what you're about and you already bringing yours to the table, if you don't come to the table, you already know the decision to make. Right. <laughs> you know, that's why I'm telling my daughter, I'm telling my little cousins that all the time. And my daughter be around them. So when I'm speaking, yeah. when I'm speaking to them, she right there looking. And I'm making sure, you hear me, baby? Yes, Daddy. That's right. Because I want you to understand, you gonna you a princess right now. You gonna be a queen one day. Mm-hmm. You gotta be ready for this. Definitely. And I want to go back to because I know that like you said wait with your kids and, and teaching them like about you know buying assets or things that you know don't appreciate and stuff like that. And, and that's something like going back like you taught all of us. I'm saying on a block that you know seeing you guys and in the house reps and what you guys meant was it was something you guys were always preaching on us to really be better for ourselves. Yeah. You know, so I want to tie into because I know it was just so huge. But how how did the house reps come to be? Oh man, that came to be. That started in Turner River, man. Oh wow, Turner River, man. Them days, man. Shout out to Turner River, man. Everybody that went there, eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight, around that time, man. All of my heads out South killing everybody everywhere. But um, we started actually. Um, Valentine and Dice was a group. It was called DFC at one point. When they started out, because they was they was tighter before me, I was the older one. I'm the older MC of the family, mm-hmm. so uh, I knew them. Me and Larry, we from the same neighborhood, so I used to always be with Larry. We played football, basketball together, all that stuff, or whatever. But um, they was deaf, fresh, cool at one point. You know, what I mean, they was doing their thing, and you know, we was going to school, we was going to getting ready to go to Stanford High, eighth grade or whatever, and they started. Yo, man, we be rapping and stuff, and. I seen him on a bus rapping one day. I'm like, all right, yo. I started kicking my little raps because I was always writing. You know what I mean? Started kicking my raps. Yo, yo, man, we should we should join a we should get down with a clique together. And I'm like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't know him well. I didn't know Dice as well as I knew Larry. But I knew that he was cool. You know, Larry. So I already knew what time it was. I said, all right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna form this. And man, before we know it, man. We up in my house, we up in Larry's house, you know, writing rhymes and saying rhymes to each other. And we just felt like we better, we sounded good together. So we just clicked up because I was my own artist at one point and they was their own artist. But we just, we clicked up so well and it, the energy was so good when we was that back then. We just, it just, it just came and then we went, we, our name was MSD, Mini Sound Dimensions. We was rocking with Magic from, now I don't know if you remember DJ Magic from, um, mm-hmm. South End, and he 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 gave us a start like you know he would cut and we would be rhyming and stuff, and he would cut different beats, break beats, and we just was going over his break beats and, and he started yo y'all want to do a show? It's like yeah, can y'all write some material? Like yeah, we did that man. We did a show at Sacred Heart. I'll never forget this because we met our DJ there. Shout out my man Tavius at the time. Um, we uh met him and he became our DJ. So it was me, Larry, Dante, and then Tavius came to be our DJ. So it was us four. And we just we just started rocking together, man. Every day we was together. We played video games together, played football together, went downtown together. We used to work together. We did everything together, man. Just everything. Traveled traveled up and down the East Coast together. And then, you no, know, one day, you know, we got we got we met a, a manager, 
my man Mike Turner, and we started really started getting a little buzz out here and started grinding, and it just came into focus, man. So we just started doing it together. Felt like we was better together than apart. And and like I said, it was just so huge for us to see you guys, you know, go out, get on the radio, do all these wonderful things. And and, and I'm wondering, too, because, again, you guys were also such big brothers to all of us on the block, you know what I mean? Like, making sure looking out for us. Now, was that just, do you think that was just innate from your personality or just because you've seen us without dads or people like that and you wanted to give back and you had that relationship? Or No, we just, we just, to us, that's how our OGs, that's why I said it's a lost art out here now. Because a lot of OGs out here now, they helping out, but they're not helping out. You know what I'm saying? Some OGs are letting the guys wild out. Sometimes, you know, you're letting, you're letting the guys live their life. and But, yo, a little talk here and there may be able to change somebody's mind from doing something that may affect their whole life. You see what I'm saying? Like, we used to talk to people. We used to make sure we talked to the kids. You can ask any kid on Merle Avenue, you, you know for yourself. Mm-hmm. But we... Anybody out there, we made sure they were safe. Mm-hmm. We made sure they went in the house. We made sure if something was going on out there, the kids went in the, the kids went in the house. Yeah, yeah. You know, we threw cookouts out there to help, you know, the people that, that were struggling, you know, because certain people couldn't make their rent. We was helping out with certain things like, you know, feed them during the day. That way they wouldn't have to worry about feeding them, save food for the night. Like, certain, like we, we did a lot of stuff for people, man, and we... And we just, we just, we love the whole idea of helping out. That was our personality. That's how we got down. Like today, like if somebody needed something off my back, I'll help them. You know what I mean? Last week, I just gave ten dollars to a guy down, down. He was down, downtown. Was coming out of a club, and the guy ain't have no socks on. It was blistering out. It was cold, not blistering, but it was cold. He have no shoes. I said, "Yo, man," he walking by, and my girl talking to me. But my attention, I think God just like, yo. Mm-hmm. And I looked down. I said, yo, man, I pulled the $10 in my pocket. I only had $10 in my pocket. I said, you know what? Let me pull it out. And I said, yo, man, go get you something to eat. Yo, the guy was so happy, man. I, I know I made his night because he looked like he was, he, he had his foot on a, on, a, on a cardboard so his feet won't touch the ground so he, he could stay cool. I came back maybe during this week, and I was looking for him. When I see that guy again, I'm going to give him some money. I'm going to help him out, give him some shoes or something, because I don't want to see nobody like that, because when I was like that, not like that, that, but yeah, when I was yeah. homeless, you know what I'm saying? I, nobody helped me, so I want to help out. That's what I learned from it. Be, be Have enough humility to help others. Because it could be you. I mean, it's so easily. Yeah, yeah. man. We take, we take our blessings for granted, man. And that's why I'm trying to tell people, man, don't take it for granted. Be out here, grind, man. You spiting God if you ain't t- you got a talent and you ain't using it. You spiting God for that. God, God said, okay, well I gave it to you. You don't want to use it. That's on you. But don't ask me for another blessing because guess what? I'm a bless. I already blessed you with life, and mm-hmm. I gave you a talent. You ain't use it. So now, wh- what should I bless you with now? You gotta, you gotta get back in His good graces in order for Him to send a blessing. And and that's like I said, going back to what you said about like the OGs, like not, nah, it's a lost start. You know, because I felt that too. You know, I've known a lot of times too, like seeing you guys, what you guys did for us, and making sure that we was good and being safe and all those stuff. Right. I know, like you said, like a lot of people nowadays, they're looking at it like send little man to go do it because he's not gonna get as much time. You know what I mean? Like and setting them up for failure. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to get your hands dirty. When back to like it was, it was completely different. Like yo, 
Something was about to pop off of the block. I was like, yo, go home. Go inside. Yeah, go inside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do this. Go chill. You know what I'm saying? Get yeah. away from this area. Don't come around here. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If, they, if kids were sitting there trying to go around, seeing somebody messing with drugs, whatever, not nah, get out of here. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to be here. Yeah. You know? So we were we were trained to be better, you know? And we appreciate you guys for that. And that's, again, hopefully what my show is able to do for, for this younger generation coming up, seeing that there are guys out there that we want to see you do good. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's it. Don't get dirty. Don't get your hands dirty. Don't get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're valuable. Yeah, I, 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 tell, I tell any kids, man, because, you know, I used to coach kids. So when I see my old players, I, first thing I ask them, you all right? Everything okay? You working? You staying busy? The reason why I'm asking these questions is because if you're not busy and you're not, if you're not working and, you, and you're not staying busy, you into an extracurricular activity now. You understand what I'm saying? Because guess what? If you're not working and you're not staying busy, what are you doing for yourself? It's like that saying, idle hands do the devil's work. Right. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So if you're not doing those two, what are you doing for yourself? And I always ask them, oh, man, I'm working, man. Okay. So you, how long you been there? I ask them. And they say, oh, I've been there about three, four weeks. Okay. Is that something that you can make money off of for a while to hold you off until your next, until your next blessing? And they say, oh, yeah, yeah, well, do you know that for sure? Because, see, I want to know because I'm interested because I care for you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't show care. A lot of people don't show that compassion and love like they used to show back in the day. Back in the day when I was coming up, oh, man, mm-hmm. if you was out there doing something crazy, guess what? Man, somebody go tell your mother. <laughs> I remember my mom was walking me home plenty of times. Boy, I'm going to tear your ass, you know what I mean, and, you know, Smacking me in the back of the head because she cared. It was a lot of that, too. And, and, and just, like I said, I'm a big believer, like I said, that takes a village. Because a lot of that times, too, like, if you out doing something wrong, you know, the neighbor going to come out and give you ass whooping. Right. And you're going to get ass whooped all the way home. And your mom going to beat your ass for what you did and for embarrassing her right, in front of the neighborhood. Right, right, You know what I mean? So we were forced to stay straight. That's why I said back in the back, it's, it's like nowadays everybody's so uh, divided. Yes. Versus back then, it was more together. A strong sense of community. It was a, it was, it was very, it was very strong. It was very strong back then. Nowadays, it's like, oh, I'm just staying away from the little kids. I'm letting them wild out as long as they don't touch none of mine. Nah, you got to be able to talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I, I wish I could have a conversation with a whole bunch of them out there, and I could be like, yo, man, because I try to tell mm-hmm. them when I when I see young MCs in the studio, when I be in the studio, sometimes I used to be coming down here in the studio and. I tell them now, I said, yo, man, outside of music, what you got going on? And they said, well, you know, I'm just working OG. I'm just trying to, you know, stay out the way and this and that. I said, all right, cool. I said, yo, stay working, though. Don't don't get swayed by the allure of trying to get that fast money. Because mm-hmm. guess what? Prison, prison always got a bed for you. Who want to be sharing a cell with a funky-ass dude, man? Mm-hmm. Who want to be out there, you know what I mean, doing... Outrageous stuff in the sweaty ass jail. Right, right. Tell, having people tell you when to eat and walk and all that. Nah, you your freedom, man. Never risk your freedom. I tell my kids that all the time. What you risking your freedom for? You ready? To, you ready to do life in jail versus seeing all these beautiful women out here? My son said, Nah, Dad, I ain't going to jail. There you go. Good. There you go. Think about it, son. So all I'm asking you to do is think before you move. It'll save your life. It'll save your life. Apply a thought. If you know it's smoke over there and you see it, don't go in that direction, brother. Mm-hmm. Go opposite direction. 
If you see that gold, that man, listen, just because it's glittering don't mean it's gold, brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just because it's glittering don't mean it's gold, man. You know, and, and, and it's definitely things that we got to teach them and stay out of the line. So I, I know we caught, we winding down here, so I got two last yeah. questions for yeah, you, man. Sure. So, number one, what do you think has been the best advice you've ever received? The best, the best advice I ever received was from my mother. She told me, she told me you know, you don't got to listen to me. You don't even got to hear what I'm saying. But if you like it, I love it. If I'm telling you not to do something and you got to do it, you can't say I didn't tell you. And if, if it floats your boat, if you feel like you want to go and do this and I'm trying to tell you the right way, if you don't listen to me, that's on you. But you got to deal with those consequences if it don't work out for you. Mm-hmm. But if it do work out for you, enjoy it. Thank God for it because blessings are hard to come by these days. And that I, I'll never forget that sentence because that, that time we had that talk because we had that talk maybe two to three weeks before she passed. Mm-hmm. She passed in a car act, I mean, a fatal car crash Damn. back at 07. So that stuck to me. That's in my ribs right now. That stuck to me. You know what I'm saying? She used to always tell me, son, get it together because when I'm gone, you won't have nobody. So it's not, I'm not trying to spite the family or anybody, but just thinking about it like, yo, you're born alone, you die alone. Mm. When I'm gone, you won't have nobody. Mm. If that's what you want to do, if you like it, I'm going to love it because I'm going to support you regardless. But if it fails, be a man and understand and accept the loss. Get back on your feet and go back out there and get them again. And that's why I, that's why I continue to constantly get up. That's my motivation behind going to work. Mm-hmm. That's my motivation for rapping. That's my motivation for raising my kids. If I don't work, how they gonna eat? Yeah. If I don't teach them how to be men, how they gonna become a man? I can bring them to the river and feed them the fish, or I could teach them how to fish. That way, they can feed themselves. Mm-hmm. So. That that that's like the best advice. My mother used to tell me, just if you like it, I love it. But don't be afraid to fall. Always get up and fight back. And that was that that was the joint sheet that, that stick to me. You know what I'm saying? Well, man, that's a good one too. So and then my last question to you then, you know, looking at like you said, these younger kids coming up and, and everything and everything that you've been through in your life and all your experiences, what is one piece of advice you would give them? Learn patience. They need patience. Everybody is such in a rush to be first. The Bible says, and I quote, the first shall be last. So if you rush into trying to get to the front of the line, there is no race, man. Life is a marathon. There is no race. But you you, you, you want to be the first to... Have everything, guess what? That ain't nothing. Because guess what? That value depreciates after a while. Mm-hmm. So being first to do this, being first to do that, guess what? There's not a lot of people that's been the first to do things. Okay, right. There's not a lot of rich people that's been the first to do things. You know? There's, stuff, people, there's, there's people in history that don't even get talked about. The first black president, John Hanson. We don't talk about him. We talk about George Washington. So being first 
Learn patience. Patience and perseverance will get you anywhere. Because the patience will help you grow. And when you persevere, you can get through anything. Yes. Yes. And, and then I think that's huge, like you said, really, is is patience. Because it's, it's definitely getting lost because of all this instant gratification. I mean, now we got our phones. We can get, like, the questions just right away. We can get all this. Everything is so fast-paced fast. now. Yeah. That people don't understand that, you know, it, take your time. That's why Drake is winning. If you think about the game, and I was putting this in perspective with one of my homies in the city. I said, yo. Drake been doing music for a long time, too. But guess what? He started out singing. The singing career ain't happened. But he was patient. He was patient enough to say, you know what? Maybe I'm going about this the wrong way. Started rapping. Next thing they were rapping. Pretty soon, he started catching a buzz because he was patient. How many? How long he was putting that last album out? He put that, he's talking about he's gonna put that album out last year, the year before. Oh, I'm gonna put this album out. Nah, he wouldn't put it out. Because he knew he had patience and he was persevering through something. He was going through something with his little situation with his kid. You know what I'm saying? He had patience. And these young boys out here, and my young, my young gods, as I would call them, my young kings, we gotta have patience. Because what you want, if you want it bad enough, God gonna make see to it or see fit that you get it. You just gotta have patience. Because guess what? It took God seven days to make this beautiful earth. He could have made it in one. But he made it it took him seven days. You know what I'm saying? So he wanted it mathematically correct all throughout. You know what I'm saying? All throughout. Planets line up. You see how the planets line up? It's crazy. Yeah. If you think about it, if you sit down and really say to yourself, wow, could nobody, there got to be a God. All these planets, you know what I'm saying? They lined up going around the sun. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Now we just landing on Mars. Dudes is buying spaceships. It's crazy. That's that's God for you, man. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you know, that's what it is, man. You know, that's God for you. That to me, that's 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 just just deep, you know. If I tell any kids, man, just have patience, man. If you pay, if you have patience and you stick to the script and you got discipline and discipline, if you got the discipline to understand that it's gonna be a fight, it ain't gonna be free, and you want to fight for it, that's when it's definitely coming for you, because that discipline to get you there, man. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Thank you, thank you so much, man, for being on here again on behalf of all of us and everything that you help us out, man. I appreciate everything you've done for us. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for being on my show. Thank you for your words of wisdom, man. Salute, salute. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And as I always say, man, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, your big brother loves you. Stay blessed. Peace.